folks welcome to episode 77 of blipcast the boring lies of interesting people podcast i'm daniel and i'm katie lady lamy's case with the kvs world the 27th phd aka the new little k i said interesting instead of interesting it felt right but it also felt incredibly wrong because i struggle with interesting for some reason when i say the whole thing interesting interesting yeah i never say interesting, interesting unless i'm being a snobby dick is that interesting I realized recently that I say quite so much. Like somebody at work asked me if it was cold, like because we ask each other because, you know, it's an office setting and we just talk about stupid stuff. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Somebody asked me if it was cold and I was like, actually, I'm quite warm. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, uh, I say pardon most of the time instead of what when I don't hear something. And uh Go ahead. That's normal, though. That just makes you sound like you've been to France recently. Because <laughs> that's, like, how they say sorry. Like, pardon. Well, I, I said it at a quiz because I was hosting a pub quiz maybe this was a month and a half ago. And, like, I see. this girl from the, one of the teams playing asked a question and I didn't hear. And I went, pardon? And she's like, oh, my God. Did you just say pardon? And I went, <laughs> and I went yeah, I did. Because, like, I don't know. I talk like an asshole sometimes. I don't know if she wasn't listening, but she goes, I say pardon, too. And I went, oh, well. Because <laughs> I just called. thing I just said. <laughs> I just called us both assholes, I guess. <laughs> but it, she, she was several drinks, several drinks in, and it didn't matter. Yeah, I think your hipster cred went through the roof when you said yeah that. So uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I just I went and I ordered uh, new su- new glasses from Warby Parker today, so my hipster cred <laughs> is through the ceiling right now. <laughs> yeah. We went to a Phil's Coffee, and then uh, we went to a, a hipster donut place called Milk Money and had delicious ass boutique donuts. Sounds great. Yeah. What did you get? Uh, I had something called the Sprinkle Zombie, which is like a really dense cake. And then some sort of horrible vanilla cake donuts. <laughs> well, I th- I don't think you have been any part of a uh, milk money then. I think they're all very cakey donuts. No. And then some sort of vanilla glaze. It's like a glaze, but it's more vanilla-y. And mm-hmm. then I don't know what sort of sprinkles, but they had some other word in front of sprinkles because again, it's just bougie. Right. And uh, so yeah, it was a sprinkle donut, and it was really good. <laughs> hmm, for sure. Yeah. Sounds good. What did Katie get? Katie also got that. Uh, they only have three flavors a day, and the oh. other options were an Almond Joy, which is like an Almond Joy candy bar, but in a donut form, uh-huh. and she hates almonds. I kept trying to get her to get that and then pick off the almonds, and you have a coconut thing, and you'd be happy, but <laughs> I think the sprinkle one popped out a little better, and then some sort of lemon raspberry huh. variety. I think I've had that one before, and it's it's good, but like I don't really want lemons in my donuts. I don't. You, you're missing a lot because lemons make everything better. But we also have a place like that down here. Um, they make yeah. They have like a certain uh, array. Uh, they have more than three, but they have a certain array of um, choices each day. They make them fresh, and then they close at like 10 a.m. So like you have to get in super early. It's horrible. This place, uh, I think they're open till they run out. And mm-hmm. one time we went in, they had literally I think three or four donuts left, and it was the only time we went into the store. 
and the only one they had was just like a straight up lemon one. And I was just, and like, we'd like anything. I just went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie got one and wasn't stoked about it because she doesn't really like lemons. Like I like I like lemons. I just don't want them in my donuts. Whatever. You just don't appreciate good sweet and sour and together. I I do, but I don't know. I, lemon lemon belongs in drinks. <laughs> do you like Sour Patch Kids? Yeah, I like them. Fine. Do you like the lemon flavor? Uh, you know I've never really connected them to having different flavors. They just all are Wait, really. <laughs> yeah. I like if you handed me a pile like here, identify these flavors. I'd be why did you give these to me in a pile form instead of a bag? But okay, I'll try. I could probably do it, but anytime I've had Sour Patch Kids, it's just like these go in my Eat mouth. Them all. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Okay. I used to be like that with gummy bears until I had Haribo gummy bears, and now like I can taste the flavors. Oh yeah, I don't know why we're being candy connoisseurs right now, but it makes me feel very special. Yeah, Haribo ones like I feel like they have some flavors that are really good, and then you get the clear ones, and yeah, get those the fuck out of here. It's either coconut or pineapple, and I can't decide. I think it's pineapple. I think you're right, and I'm not a fan of pineapple. Mm. Is this another reason I'm wrong? I mean, no. Dan, Daniel, Dan, you okay. are Daniel. He is Dan. Would definitely <laughs> agree with you. So, um, yeah, he absolutely hates the like the texture of pineapple. I think he likes the flavor, but he hates the texture of pineapple. I don't mind the texture. I don't like the flavor. Aren't we interesting? <laughs> you guys are just made for each other. <laughs> <laughs> then there's just no pineapple around because neither one of us wants it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, actually, that reminds me of one of the things I have on my list of things to talk about. Um, somebody I used to work with, uh, I, I ran into him the other day, and he revealed that he listens to the show. And this is like one of my old bosses at Ace, which was kind of <laughs> funny and weird. He's like a super cool guy. It's just funny to imagine him listening to our podcast. Yeah. And he thought for a really long time that you were Katie Bear. And oh. you and I were pretending like like... You were her, and she and I were pretending that we were not together for the sake of this podcast, and we kept referring to our significant other by name, but, so, it just wound up being this weird thing, we're like, oh, wow, and he's like, yeah, then I realized it wasn't the the same Katie, and I didn't like it as much anymore. (laughs) Rude. He he liked this, I guess, this mythology that we were just putting on a show and that is really funny yeah i I know it's it's unfortunate that you and i have this podcast because i would like to see you and katie do that (laughs) (laughs) we have had the idea to launch a podcast but i think we would just put that up front and then just be like yep we're together anyway now let's argue (laughs) right yeah um that would be fun yeah i think you guys should have a podcast where you guys argue please do that (laughs) okay (laughs) um Jet. Oh my god. Can you hear that? No. Oh. What, are you, what are you upset about? He's digging inside the couch. Can you stop it, honey? What's I in there? Anything good? Uh, probably. There's probably like food and shit because mm. we don't have and shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> why are you putting it there? Well, it, he actually puts it there. That's also gross. And then he looks yeah. for it. Maybe it's just, a dog. Maybe just making sure it's still there. Maybe. Yeah, it's like his bone. Oh, he's playing with our cat. That's why. Your okay. cat's in the couch? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, like, he'll run around on top of the couch, and um, the cat will be on the ground, and she'll, like, swipe at him when he comes around. Um, so, like, his reaction to that is to dig at the couch as, like, a stress reliever. 
Okay. <laughs> so imagine like, uh, imagine like a boxer and he's just like running around <laughs> on a platform and then you have somebody punching him in the face and then he goes and he punches a punching bag on the platform. That's what Jet does all the time. All right. <laughs> I, I don't think that's that'd be a fun uh, like in between rounds part of boxing if they just walk over to the turnbuckles and start punching the corners. But, but they're supposed <laughs> to relax and like put water in their mouth and spit it out for some reason. It's the blood. They're getting the blood out. Mm, gross. Why are they putting so much blood in their mouth? You know, it's like the same thing with vampires when they dress up for Halloween. They just put the little um, blood capsules in, and then when they get punched in the face, that's where the blood comes from. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I was trying so hard to follow and I'm lost. What? So like, why are the vampires going out as like actual vamp? No, wait. No, like on Halloween when people dress up as vampires, they put the little blood capsules in their mouth and then they break them and then like it shows blood. Okay. Here's what I imagine. I imagine an actual vampire going out (laughs) on Halloween as a vampire, I guess to get (laughs) victims, but then they have blood capsules in their mouth. That way, if they get punched in the mouth, then it looks like they're human. <laughs> and then, I don't know, a fight breaks out or something. But I understand why you were confused. Yeah, that's not what happened. Do <laughs> not they... in my head, at least. Does a, a paper invite or like an evite count as being invited to somebody's home to a vampire? Or does it have to be vocal? Hmm. That's a good question. Thank you. I think, <laughs> um, I think any type of invitation counts. Uh... And I guess there's also an argument to be made that if you leave your door open or your window open, that's technically an invitation. That seems like it wouldn't hold up in court, but I feel like you know better than I, I would. I think I should be a vampire lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that part of what we do in the shadows? Um, I, you know what? They need to make a second one. I will contact Taika Waititi and we will fucking do it. I know they are doing a TV show about the werewolves, which is pretty neat, but... It's awesome. Or is it? Where's the vampires? But Jermaine's not in it. I don't know. There's some spinoff thing that's coming to FXX, maybe, and I'm excited for it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Plug in other people's shit. (laughs) All right. I mean, the whole beginning of this was talking about a donut place. That's very region-specific. That's a good point. Fine. Uh, What are you up to then? Uh, I am up to fucking nothing. Yesterday we saw uh, Captain Marvel. Haven't seen it yet, but how was that? I don't like it, okay. but that's I I think I'm pretty alone in that. Um it follows well, you know, I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. Um cuz you haven't seen it. So, we'll talk about it later. Um but other than that, I've been on break and I did fucking nothing for two, two, four four days and then I did my FAFSA and then I did my taxes <laughs> and then <laughs> Yeah. You went from nothing to the most official fucking paperwork you could do. Pretty much. I felt really bad about doing nothing, so I decided to do everything. And then I joined the gym. And then. <laughs> yeah, have you been so... doing, doing the gym thing long? No. Uh, I've literally gone twice. Okay. Um, <laughs> How's it going? It's, it's okay. I don't really know what I'm doing. And like most of my time spent. So the first day I read the entire time, which was really productive. Um, and I gym? got. Yeah. Okay. So, like, um, I mean, what do you imagine the gym is? <laughs> I imagine uh, elliptical machines and, like, treadmills and free weights and, uh-huh. I guess, like, a 
I don't know. Sometimes there's track involved or like an indoor pool. Yeah. Okay. Where so are you I reading mean, in the indoor pool? yes, <laughs> no, um, I, I use the machines, so I'm not doing any weights or upper body stuff right now. So I can basically just have my book on the little machine and just have it blocking everything that's really relevant <laughs> and then just read because cool. so, I don't change any of the stats or stats or anything like that aside from, um, incline. So, uh, that's extremely productive and a really good use of my time and it helps me actually read for class. So huh. I've never, that's awesome. Reading has never crossed my mind. Like I, I usually run outside, but I've been debating doing the gym thing because it gets fucking hot and yeah. I get sad. And I don't want to do run. it. Yeah. Um, if you get a really big book and not like a small paperback, you can just rest it, and then you don't have to worry about like keeping it on the thing, because the the little nubbins that come out to hold your book are or magazine, I guess probably um, are very short, so they won't hold on to um, like large paperback books. Uh, I'm trying to think of a book like an anthology kind of thing. If you want to like go through Shakespeare's <laughs> anthology, that'd be a good place to do it. <laughs> I guess if there's going to be a time I'm going to do it, it'd probably be then. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I have more to teach you about joining a gym, oh, but that's for later. <laughs> I'm excited for it. The gym I, I have the chance to join is through work because mm -hmm. the perks are weird about that job. And it's not a huge discount if I have like payroll deductions for that gym, the one on campus, mm -hmm. but... It's better than just being a rando, and we'll see what I do. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's literally all I've done. Oh, when I was doing my FAFSA, I found this college because I was just like, let's just add as many colleges as I can in San Diego. So I found this place called the International College of Holistic Studies. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like $20,000 a year to be accredited in yoga. <laughs> Oh, no shit. I thought people just like showed up and like read a couple more books than the people that like pay to do it. So that's the fucking thing. Like you can get accredited to be a yoga teacher with like a six week course for like maybe a thousand dollars. I don't know what the fuck this college is, but it's crazy. Yeah, that sounds bananas. <laughs> anyway, how have you been? I have... I'm sure you have a lot to talk about. I, I really don't. I have a couple things where I padded my list, but I, of course, have gone to some shows, which I realize is like something that's on every episode. But mm -hmm. I went to two of the crazier shows I've been to in a while. Okay. One of them was Umphreys McGee, who's a band I've seen before. Actually, I've seen both these bands before. But uh, last time I saw Umphreys McGee was maybe five years ago, and they played Sacramento, and I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> uh, Umphreys McGee are a self-proclaimed improg band, which is uh, basically jam band, but they play like progressive rock kind of stuff. Okay. So it sounds like Rush or Yes sometimes, but then okay. they do spacey stuff for like 20 minutes and <laughs> they have a huge following of people who just like do all of the drugs and then trip at their shows. And I was probably the most sober person there and I had like a strong beer. Oh, all um, right. Fun. Yeah, it was it was like fun watching these people like dance with no rhythm, just kind of the lights <laughs> happening. And when the cool thing about their shows is that everyone there is super friendly and they watch each other's back. The downside is if you're kind of antisocial at shows like me, you have all these people who are being very friendly to you. You just kind of want them to leave you alone. I see. So I yeah. want I wound up making friends. Uh, there was this couple who were from Humboldt who uh, got their mom to watch their kids. So they could go and just drink like six $11 beers each. 
they got <laughs> hammered. And then uh, this guy who I think was a professor at Stanford or something mm-hmm. who had a backpack that was both like an insulin thing because he had diabetes, which he told me about after he dug into the rest of the bag, which was heavy drugs. And oh. yeah, so he was going back and forth between going outside and smoking weed and then maybe like taking LSD or something and then checking his, his blood sugar. Um, sweet guy. And like, it was just a weird thing because he's like, if you see me inject anything, it's just insulin, but everything else is not. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Neato, I guess. And then the the show, like these kind of shows and these crowds are are just a bunch of high hippie types and all the drugs are there and the lights are amazing and people are definitely just spacing out looking at those and their set list was great and wound up being like an amazing show that's good but just like watching people is such a fun sport about going to an Umphreys McGee show and like (laughs) if nothing else I'm gonna do that again because last time I went I realized much later that a girl was offering me acid and getting really mad because I told her no oh apparently you can get it in a sticker form and she wanted to give me a sticker and I kept saying no because I didn't really want a sticker right and people were just like putting them like initially like on their face and then in their mouths and no thanks that sucks because <laughs> I definitely would have taken it and then I would have been tripping balls <laughs> yeah may- maybe I'm wrong but I told this to some people and they're like yeah that was that was LSD and if it wasn't great um the other show I went to was this last Thursday uh I went to go see Muse who <gasps> I haven't seen in a really long time, and their albums since, I don't know, the last 10 years have been, like, kind of spotty. Yeah. A couple good songs here and there, but their last one was, like, I'd say about 50% good and 50% bad good. Okay. And their set was mostly that, the album. But then, (laughs) well, not mostly that. They played, like, 22 songs or something, and they played most of the album, so you still had a huge variety of stuff. Okay. But a Muse show is always going to be a spectacle anyway. So they come out and they all they all rise from the floor because, of course, they do. Yeah. Right. And Matt Bellamy is surrounded by uh, about eight people who are wearing LED jumpsuits <laughs> and playing trombone. Yeah. <laughs> and he's playing guitar and there's lasers everywhere. And then he go he does like a bunch of costume changes and then there's just dumb shit all over stage. Uh, at one point, there's an upright arcade machine that he walks up to, and he acts like he's playing it. But the camera, like, from... There's a big screen in the back of the stage, and it kind of shows what he's doing, just so if you're far away, you can see stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can see that on the screen of the game he's playing, it's just his face. And it's he's not actually doing anything. He just walks up and, like, kind of pantomimes that he's playing it. And then he goes around the side, and he acts like he unplugs the machine. And that's, it's only up on the stage for maybe a song and it's only interacted with for that long. And then it's just gone. Um, okay. They, they played a song <laughs> where it involved two drums that are maybe like the size of a midsize SUV. And, okay. and they just played like them during an interlude and then they were gone again. It was like all these l- massive props that came into play for a second. But the best one was during they did a medley at the end that had stockholm syndrome and a bunch of old songs it was amazing but after he Mm -hmm. unplugs the upright machine they go into stockholm syndrome there is just this gigantic inflatable puppet thing that's like a skeleton monster robot and it begins (laughs) and it starts swiping at the band while they're playing in the back that's incredible and it was 
like I heard a dozen people around me scream, what the fuck? <laughs> and I knew it was coming and I just didn't know when it was coming. Cause I don't muse like post stuff on their social media where it's like, come see us. And it has that in the background. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> um, it was a really, really good show. And like for as much as like some of the songs in their new albums don't really hold up on the album, they're great live. Yeah. They played a couple songs I really don't like, but uh, for the most part, it was a, a really, really, really good set. And uh, I think they're in your neck of the woods soon. So there you go. Mm. But um, something else that was both fun and sad about the show is we had uh, in the Golden One Center, mm-hmm. we had tickets in the upper area. And they, I guess it didn't sell very well because then they quote unquote upgraded everybody down to go to the lower bowl. So we had much better seats, but then the entire upper area was closed. Oh, so that is really sad. So it looked like the show sold really well if you ignored the fact that half of the arena was closed off. <laughs> and uh, I felt bad for them, but because the show has got to be expensive to put on. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, they are kind of. I didn't even know they were still making music, to be honest with you. So That's what people have been saying. Like, oh, I fell off after the Resistance album. Like, dude, there's, yeah. been, there's been three albums since then. Yeah. So yeah. Well, maybe I'll catch up on it. Maybe maybe I'll drag Dan. Yeah, if they... I think they're in San Diego soon. Or they just were. I don't remember. Let's see. Well, I look that up. Continue. Um, so those are the two like wild shows I've been to. And before Muse played this, do you know the band Walk the Moon? Mm, sounds familiar, but no, I'm just going to say no. They kind of play synthy pop rock and they're most known for the song called okay, yes. uh, Shut Up <laughs> Shut Up and Dance. Uh, uh, I don't know that song, but I know that they are synthy pop. So yeah, I hate on them. the right track. I hate them so much. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> they they played, and I just looked at Katie, and I was, and she's like, "Do you? Were you okay?" I'm like, "I'm just. I hate this so much." They're like, <laughs> "They're the most beige band I've ever heard." Yeah. And well, uh, I don't know. People had a good time at the end. They played a Led Zeppelin thing, and then left, and then Muse came out and was really fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I saw them, and I was not happy about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, I, I survived. Um. So my new job is a, another desky gig, but uh, it's it's a gig with like kind of a lot of downtime. And mm-hmm. initially, I kind of worried about it, but I'm also caught up on everything that I can be. So whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at at my desk, I can just have like my headphones in and listen to whatever I want. So I've been like going through entire podcasts and catching up on stuff. And I started some podcasts that I feel are worth talking about. That was cool. fun. Uh, <laughs> Some of these are like true crimey ones, which is like all the rage right now with podcasts, and yeah, it, I, it just doesn't do it for me all the time. So one of these I've actually bailed on, and that one is called Doctor Death. And from what I understand already, it's about like a doctor who like does operations on people and might purposely fuck up the operation to kill people. And there's seven episodes of that, and the first one made me really uncomfortable because they talk about like the surgeries and. Le- mm-hmm. leaving a screw where it doesn't belong and i just got like my skin started to crawl so i stopped listening to that one yeah i've heard that one is like really um explicit in what he does yeah uh and also by the same people i believe is this one called dirty john which i listen to all of in like a day and it's not even like it's amazing it's just like there's seven episodes and i work eight hour days so uh-huh. easy yeah. to take care of 
And this one is about this guy who uh, meets this woman and she thinks he's like kind of too good to be true. And her kids all get like a weird vibe from him. And his backstory begins to unfold and he might be a murderer and he's definitely a con man. And it goes through all this crazy shit. And then it kind of ends in this weird way that you wouldn't expect. So that one's another seven episode one. And it was a, it was pretty good. Uh, you kind of find yourself going, what the hell is wrong with you about the person who's like the victim of it all. Right. Yeah. Um, and then one I actually really, really enjoyed is one called S town and it's actually called shit town, but because it's by, uh, the people that did this American life, it's called S town. Right. But it, throughout the entire series, they swear a bunch, and it, it's it's oddly refreshing to have the NPR approach, but then they say fuck. Um, <laughs> this one is about this guy who calls This American Life and wants them to look into uh, a murder that happened in his town that has been covered up. And it's not really a spoiler to say this, but like a reporter goes, talks to this guy, thinks he's an interesting character, and starts looking into this murder and realizes not only is there not a cover-up but there's not a murder but <laughs> but this That's guy great. but this guy is like really interesting and so it's kind of learning more about this dude and mm-hmm. like i highly recommend s town i guess this could be part of you know it's not even part of my recommendation i've got a recommendation later so there <laughs> and then um the last one that's it's an ongoing thing because s town and the other ones they have like finite number of episodes uh, but the, a weekly one that I've been listening to, I may have brought up already, is called uh, Pod Minutes to Cast Night. And it's this group of writers who do this YouTube show called Two Minutes to Late Night. And they all get together and listen to a bad album and then kind of make fun of it, but just kind of dive deeper into like what makes the album bad or what mm. they're thinking about it. And they like listen to one of the lesser known um, Limp Biscuit albums and just comment on how sad fred durst seems to be (laughs) and uh and just like uh slayer albums where they're trying to do punk covers and it just doesn't work and it's a really fun um show with a bunch of like fun characters like people who just want to becoming fun characters on it Mm -hmm. and uh those have been my free time uh, along with my regular podcast but you know i'm trying to branch out a little bit and you know it's murder and music (laughs) (laughs) The two best categories. Yep. The best ends that one can have. Um, I've also heard there's a lot of like history podcasts now. Um, so I don't know if you're like into that or if you ever use podcasts to fall asleep, but um, that's something to consider. I don't use them to fall asleep. But, uh, do you have any in mind? Oh, what is it called? It's like there's a really famous one. Um. I feel like you're going to say it, and I'm going to know it, and I just... Podcast. Uh, please? Please just give me the name of the podcast, and don't do <laughs> The history this... podcast? What's it doing? <sighs> uh, sounds like it's doing that. <laughs> Fuck. What is it called? I just want a list. Don't give me this <laughs> bullshit where I have to, like, click through stuff. Are you, are you, I don't know. Uh, I'll find it and I'll give it to you. Okay. But it's like this guy and he has like this awesome voice and he just talks for hours on end about certain topics in history and like some of them are like seven hours long. I mean, I like history. I've got time. So bring it. Yeah, I'll, I'll find the name. 
Uh, eventually, not on the podcast. That's going <laughs> to take fine. forever. <laughs> just, just text me later. Listeners, yeah. you'll never get to know. Maybe I'll talk about it in the next one. Probably not. What else have you been doing? Because I have to add. So, coming, well, I guess it winds up being an odd transition, but with medical stuff, um, my cat, Geezer, who I love to death, uh, Mm -hmm. she has had issues with her pop heads, like peeling and having blisters, and we've never been sure why. Yeah. We've had her like antibiotics and like steroids and stuff, and the steroids do good things for that. And we think it might be, could be an allergy, could be an autoimmune thing. But after trying things and not really finding an answer for six months, we finally had a biopsy done on her paws. Oh. So they took a couple little spots from her. So she's got like this ca- this like bandage on her paw, and she's not stoked about it. And she's wearing a cone, and she's very unhappy about that because she loves to clean herself. She likes getting rubs, but as soon as you're done petting her, she's got to clean her whole body. And she can't. And I want to do it for her, but I don't want a hairball either. Uh, Baby. Yeah, so geezer's in a cone. That makes me sad. But we'll hopefully have an answer there. And uh, it's been kind of cruelly funny watching her navigate with a cone. Because <laughs> we're bad people. But then we help her out. Uh, she's bad at the cone, though. She's so bad at it. Mm. And she's... She's done this thing where, like, she'll be wearing the cone and starts, like, licking the cone, trying to get to her side. And I'll just, like, reach over and start petting where I think she's trying to lick. And I might mm-hmm. be helping. I might be hurting. I don't really know. They have those little, like, tongue things. So, like, the... <laughs> Is this the they're, one that well, I put in my not, mouth? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, the little glove kind of things with silicon. So, uh, and it's got, like, little, um, uh, not spikes, but kind of curved spikes i don't really know it's supposed to like simulate a cat tongue Mm -hmm. and like you can just drag it across your cat's fur um you might want to look at getting one of those uh and (laughs) kika's also been having medical problems what's wrong with Um, animals (laughs) they're dicks that's what's happening (laughs) (laughs) so uh when we first got her we switched her to blue um this is going to be a call out podcast fuck blue Fuck blue, blue is a horrible company that pro- uh, like uh, markets themselves, not products themselves, uh, as a like a healthier alternative to shit like friskies and stuff. But um, really, they just cook all their food in lead, and then your babies get bladder stones and kidney stones and liver failure. I don't like that. Yeah. So um, she had bladder stones, and she apparently passed them. Um, we brought her to our normal doctor and they said that she probably needs to like get checked out for, um, maybe like a surgical consultation. Cause we don't know. She was like straining in the bathroom and she was just like chilling in there, not actually peeing. Um, well she would like kind of pee, but not like it wasn't, it wasn't so bad that her bladder was going to burst, but it was, like, uncomfortable for her, obviously. So we brought her in. They told us to go to the emergency room. We went to the emergency room. We got to this place called um, Pet Emergency. Emergency. Oh, the podcast, by the way, <laughs> is, hard, <laughs> is hardcore history. Uh, that's what I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a horrible place. Don't go to it. It's a... it's pet emergency veterinary services or something like that 
And um, we went in. They took her, brought her to the back. They didn't bring us into a room until we were separated. And then um, in the room, the doctor was telling us that um, she was straining and that um, we needed to put her on uh, pain medication immediately. This, uh, the person who, the person who brought us in, have I talked about this already? Negative. Okay. I've taught, I've told so many people cause it, it pisses me off. Um, so the, what do they call them? The vet tech brought us in and she said that the medicine was going to take or cost $150. We said, we're not really sure we want to do that. Um, and then she said, or I asked why. Vet tech had no fucking idea. She said we could ask the doctor if we had any questions. Doctor started explaining, um, you know, that she was seizing and then um, that the pain medication would make things easier for her uh, as far as, like, checking to see what was going on. Um, we told her no again because uh, we didn't, like... They're just normal checks. It'd be like giving your child pain medication to get them a shot or like oh. to get an x-ray or something. And so we were like, nah, we're okay. Um, you know, you shouldn't need to administer pain medication um, for, you know, preliminary diagnosis stuff. Um, and then she she was like, okay, well, uh, you know, she kept pushing for it. She was like, I, I really think that she needs it. Um, but I, I understand I'm going to go draft a proposal. So she leaves us in there for like 10 minutes. I, me and Dan are talking about it. Um, and talking about how weird we feel about the place. Cause they're like, they're being pretty pushy. Um, they wanted pain meds right off the bat. We aren't in a room with our own cat. Um, and then I, like I'm looking around the room cause I don't look people in the face when I'm speaking to them. <laughs> and, uh, I noticed that there's like these little like round things just drilled into the wall all over the place. And I'm like, Oh, they have cameras. And then I remembered, um, on the little, uh, the sign in sheet, it said, um, by signing this form, you agree to be monitored. And I was like, what? okay, <laughs> that's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Um, so she came back or no, she didn't come back. The front desk guy came back and he was like, um, okay, so here's the proposal that she has. Um, and we were reading it over and it had, you know, it had the pain meds on it. It had like, um, a whole bunch of random tests that were severely overpriced. Um, and then, like, the whole thing, just to have pre-diagnosis shit, was, like, $1,000. So we were like, um, I don't know about that. And then Dan was like, um, also, we didn't agree to pain meds. Uh, we told her no on the pain meds. So the guy went out um, after telling us, you know, she's she's having problems. Um, so, so he was giving us medical advice. <laughs> That's a whole other deal. <laughs> so... He left um, and spent another 10 minutes taking off that uh, that charge, even though it was on, like, an iPad or something, and he could have just, like, stricken it. Kind I don't know. Swiped it or something and done. Yeah. So he left. 
Right. Came back. Um, and then we were like, I don't know about this. Because uh, we, we really, at this point, we were like, you guys are being really fucking pushy. You guys are overcharging. Um, we don't really know what the fuck you're doing with our cat right now. Uh, and so we didn't say any of this. We were just like, well, you know, I don't think it's super urgent. <laughs> we're trying to be like nice about it. Um, and then he was like, he gave us more medical advice and he was saying, you know, this is kind of an emergency. Um, I, I think she's like really in pain uh, and just like, I don't know, really annoying, horrible stuff that he shouldn't like. It was kind of like he was trying to guilt us into paying for it. Mm-hmm. So then he leaves and then the doctor comes back and she <laughs> she continues on the you guys need to be doing this. Um, and then she says, you know, if we wait a couple of days, you know, her bladder might burst and she might die. And I was like, mm, nah, you're trying to guilt me with the fact that my cat is marginally in pain with like overdiagnoses so that you can charge me out the ass. I don't know. It was the most horrible fucking experience we had. And like, it took us probably another 10 minutes to convince her that we were not going to be doing anything. Um, and then they just let us go. Uh, and they, if God, what is, I need to find the name of the place. <laughs> Cause like, if you read the uh, Pet Emergency and Specialty Center uh, in in La Mesa, California, they have horrible fucking reviews. And, like, there are some people that do um, five-star reviews, but they're all fucking lying. Like, I, I wanted to give them a chance because I know people can be really picky about their pets, but holy shit. Like, I don't know. By going there and allowing them to charge you that much is just like feeding into their horrible I don't know they're horrible and I hate them anyway so we we then went (laughs) yeah so then we went to this place called the little cat clinic um and it, it really is and like there's this cat that's that stays in the clinic and then there's like birds that the cats can watch while they're waiting and then like the little examination room has like cat tree things installed into the wall so they could just like walk around and they like blast the rooms with cat pheromones so they're a little bit more comfortable it's the best that sounds amazing it's the best uh but so we've been there twice now um they gave her this like urinary food stuff to help her dissolve stones and uh, like um, change the pH of her urine. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's on that now. They gave us pain meds that we can just inject into her gums. And it was only like $15. <laughs> uh, and we got a, an ultrasound. Um, so it was the, the ultrasound, the examination, the pain meds, the food, which was a big bag of dry food, which she threw up, but that's another story. Right. Um, and then it was like five or six cans, and that was all $190. So I don't know what the fuck. And what did <laughs> they say about the initial diagnosis from the place that you hate? Um, they didn't say anything. I think probably based on like a professional, like we're not going to badmouth other hospitals, but um, I told them my experience and 
I, and she was like, yeah, you just got a bad vibe. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to like force you to, but (laughs) I mean, them weighing in on their accuracy of their diagnosis, I feel like would have been helpful though. Yeah. Well, they didn't make any diagnoses because we didn't allow them to. Uh, but they were there. But I mean, like, her bladder's going to explode. You could oh. be like, it was her bladder ever going to explode? Her, yeah, no, her bladder was never going to explode. The um, the ultrasound that they did um, showed that there weren't any more stones. Um, and then, like, they did an x-ray this last time we brought her in because uh, we had, like, a two-week follow-up. And there were still no stones. So... At that point, she was either passing them or she was um, she was just, like, having a problem after passing them, you know, with, like, spasming and stuff. Uh, so they gave her – oh, and they also injected her with an anti-inflammatory. Still under $200. What the fuck? Damn. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But we're not sure that we like this doctor because she's saying that, like – meat meal like chicken meal and like beef meal or whatever the cow meal (laughs) (laughs) Uh, is okay but it has like bone and shit in it um so we're not really sure about her and she also recommended fancy feast which is Mm, not a good brand uh so i i don't know about her and I'm going to be asking for the uh, x-rays because I want to make sure. They showed us the x-rays at our our, our, our normal doctor, um, and they didn't show them to us this time. So I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit like, is it just because you don't want to do surgery? Because she told us, like, she doesn't like to do surgery. Um, and I don't know. It's like, it's so hard to trust people and there's like no regulation on fucking veterinary services. So it's so hard. Yeah. (sighs) Do you guys have a good vet? (laughs) I hope you have a good vet. (laughs) We like our our person, but also we kind of have this, uh, I I don't wonder if I should say this. Uh, We have this little bit of, I, I guess it doesn't count anymore, but the vet that we go to, her child used to be a kid at Katie's work. Mm-hmm. And oh, I see. Maybe Katie did a good job, and now she's doing a good job for us. But I was to say, if her kid was still there, it could be a little right. <laughs> but uh, a, I don't think Katie Bear would ever actually do that. Maybe I don't know. Probably not. Uh, if you get Dennis involved, she might go a little crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the ladies, she's super cool. She, uh, I, I feel like because she knows Katie, she doesn't really want to talk to me. She doesn't. And I think it's awkward and. A little annoying. <laughs> like I'll ask her a question, she'll like she'll answer like stare at Katie, and then uh, they'll go back and forth. I'll kind of try and jump in. I'm just sitting there like petting the cat. Like I'm the one that found her sad though. But <laughs> <laughs> that she's she's great. Like she uh, she we trust her to the biopsy, and she's like been been cool about the whole thing. Okay, that's good. Yeah. <sighs> Vets, man veterinaries also it it kind of does help that according to a slide i saw at a presentation at work uc davis has the best veterinary like school in the world and then people graduate and then they're just like all right well i'm in davis so they just start working here right that's very true so we wind up kind of having a pretty solid group of techs and whatnot at least i hope yeah yeah, and, and plus it's just, like, a farming community, so it's, like, 
they have to know about animals. Yeah. So. Like, like uh, the night we went to Muse, it was two days after uh, Geezer's biopsy, and she was not keeping on her bandage. And that day, like, uh, Katie's sister Liz is currently studying to be a vet tech or vet. I can't remember which. Apparently, there's a difference in the angles you take. But she came by. She flipped Geezer upside down, looked at her stitches. Like, yeah, these look great. Uh, nothing really to worry about. Um, like, cleaner box just in case of, like, any sort of contamination. But the scabbing's going really well. All this stuff. I'm like, oh, that's right, Liz. You know what you're doing. <laughs> like, that's convenient. Uh, but then we took her back. I'm like, yeah, let's get her bandage at least for another week just in case they're like all right neato just make sure you put it on great and so far it hasn't come off knock on all the wood but uh yeah sure we tried wrapping it we're not very good at it (laughs) it's hard like giving her medication is the hardest fucking thing too because like she'll be so sad and she'll make like a little noise and then we're like okay i'm sorry bb (laughs) do you have the uh the one that you put in her in her gums it's just the one that kind of like absorbs in yeah, yeah, she doesn't like that. She like smells it, and she's like, eh, "No," because she gets she gets weird, and I think she recognizes that she like she was high or something. <laughs> she gets weird and sleepy, so I think she just hates it. But yeah, that's kind of the same thing for Geese. Like we, <laughs> with her in the cone right now, it's kind of convenient that she doesn't have peripheral vision, so we can kind of sneak up behind her and then just like reach around and just give it to her and like. Get it squared. She's like, ah, god damn it, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if she sees us coming, she like backs off and she's like, no, no. Aww. Just tastes bad, but. Poor baby. She gets hella high. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, yes. is that it? Uh, yeah, that's kind of all I got, also. Okay, I have a rep, like... but here we go. What are you teaching me? I am going to teach you how to fucking go into a gym and not look like an idiot. Please, all I-, right. I need this. <laughs> so. First thing you do. Question: Why do you first have what? to put on an accent? <laughs> because I don't know. No, is, I... it, is it helpful for the process? It is. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I want to join your gym. Yeah. Cool. You put on a really awful Boston accent. It's not a Boston accent. Nope. It's no, just it's not. an accent. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and you go in, and you can or you do not have to stretch. Because you could probably just stretch at home. I don't know. I have not gotten to that point yet. And I feel then, because like they have like anyway. little, huh? I feel like you should stretch anyway. You should. Yeah. Uh, they have like a little mat um, in the front. I mean, where I go, they have a little mat in the front that like allows you space to stretch and stuff. Um, and then you want to scour the walls. Maybe it's at the entrance, but there should be like a sanitize, sanitizing wipe or a sanitizing um, spray that you can put onto a paper towel and wipe your machine down. Uh, the first time, <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. And I just got on and then like I started sweating and I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Other people have done this before me. Ew, I'm so dirty. <laughs> so do that. Okay. Um, and so I don't know... If the UC Dave or the, yeah, whatever, whatever it is, that gym um, operates on a different scale. Like you have to like swipe your card or whatever it is. But um, if a machine doesn't light up when you start using it, it probably means that it doesn't work. So, <laughs> so no matter what got, it is. Well, I didn't know like if you're supposed to like input your code or whatever. So I just like, I got on and I started biking and then like a little one popped up uh 
that's connected to the televisions and like you could pick which television you want to listen to um if you want to you don't have to uh <laughs> they force you to listen to television um and none of the green stuff that normally shows up when it's like it tells you how far you've gone and all that kind of stuff none of that showed up and so i was like what do i have to do so i started like pressing buttons all over the place and i stood there for me or didn't stand there i was biking for maybe 10 minutes on a bike biking machine that didn't work (laughs) until I was like nah this seems wrong and then I moved to another one and it worked so don't be dumb like me um (laughs) and my recommendation I mean you are pretty fit so you won't have a problem with this but um for people who are just starting out at the gym or who have who don't exercise at all like myself um keep going for an hour it doesn't matter what you're doing like you can go to 20 different machines and just do a little bit but make sure that you're doing like a a set amount of time and that you're not doing it by like how sore you're getting because that you'll see no progress that way (laughs) yeah totally i know uh when i was first starting off running it was just like making giving myself song challenges like do this amount of time do this amount of time now i go out it's like uh, it's kind of until i have to go poop (laughs) (laughs) right yeah yeah so cool um during your description of how to uh join the gym i imagine this was like part of the like sign up process so Mm -hmm. when you can't said you walk in and you start stretching i imagine you're just like at a counter and there's somebody there who's like all right get ready to stretch i'm gonna make sure you do it right and then they watch you stretch (laughs) and then after you pass the stretch test, then you go in. No, uh, I don't ever stretch, which is, I mean, it's not bad. bad. because, Well, the stuff I don't, the stuff I do is super low impact. I just, the first day I was on the, um, the competitive cycling, the like lean forward cycling machine, but I was using it wrong apparently. So I bruised my pelvis. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was horrible. That's why I didn't go for like three days. Um, and then Today I used the elliptical and um, the like recliner chair thing. Um, nope, stop. What? Did you just sit in a chair? What is the recliner <laughs> chair thing? <laughs> the lazy boy. You put your feet up. You, you lay there. It's great. A uh, recliner bike. Oh, okay. So like, <laughs> basically, it's only working out. I guess kind of the your side muscles on your legs, um, but I. I just kind of chilled there after I, I died at the elliptical because <laughs> I was like at a four incline or something. I don't know. But I did that for like a mile and I cried. Um, shit. No, you were talking about stretching. Um, so when you go in, they don't require you to do anything except like sign in. Um, so which is just done by fingerprint apparently and where I go. <laughs> so that's neat. Um, and then you can just go in and do whatever you want. There's hidden mats in the front. So like the way our gym is formulated. <laughs> that's form. the word. Nope. Formulated. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's like a plateau kind of place when you initially walk in and then there's like stairs going down. Um, the mats are like hidden underneath or like between the stairs. So I didn't see it the first time. Um, but they're just mats uh, that are there for you in case you want to stretch at the gym and not at home. So, I mean like they don't require you to do anything. They're not forcing you. I figure there's probably some sort of 
disclaimer where like if you hurt yourself eh, you hurt yourself not on us bye yeah so when you sign up there's that kind of disclaimer in like the the contract that you sign it's like you saying no i'm not just gonna drop dead i have a fair heart blah 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 well i don't think you even have to guarantee that stuff it's oh. just that you release them from all liability if you do drop dead yeah. makes sense yeah cool yeah so i wish you luck in your endeavor to join a gym it's something i've been putting off for a while but it's just the heat will make me not go so for sure yeah um and then i could also probably use some so sort of tone on my arms because i have like muscular legs but then spaghetti for arms same uh, yeah <laughs> and uh all right so for my recommendation i have a band that i've mentioned a bunch online um they're called twin temple Mm-hmm. and from san francisco i could be wrong i do what they call satanic doo-wop and oh my fucking god yeah, it's such it's kind of great so it'll be like your old sort of doo-wop songs but with songs about how jesus isn't a very good kiss or uh <laughs> their <laughs> song awesome. their song titles uh off their album bring bring you bring you their signature sound satanic doo-wop by twin temple uh, we've got the devil parentheses didn't make me do it. Lucifer, my love. Um, I know how to hex you dig. Oh, I know how to hex. I know how to hex you. Uh, then they have a song called Femme Fatale and Satanic Self Imitation Ritual, Initiation Ritual, which I think is about masturbation. Uh, and they're also like highly like the lyrical content is about like how cool the devil is, but it's also feminist as fuck. Um, so yeah, they're really cool. It's definitely uh, a gimmick that isn't going to like last very long for a band, but, uh, yeah, I, I recommend them because they're a lot of fun. So twin temple bring you their signature sound satanic doo-wop is my recommendation. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, I think that does it for this Epp and Stobe. Oh, and uh, I have something weird. I want to tell you when we're done recording. Okay. Hold on. What? Epp and Stobe? Epp and Stobe. Yes. Okay. Epperstone. Just making sure. Yeah. So if you'd like to talk to us, you may do so at blipcast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash blipcast. Guess what? On on uh, Twitter, it's blipcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm at Ovacord. She's at Lady Wyoming's. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Fuck Skype. Have you upgraded it? Because they changed the sound when you call, and I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, they also changed the like when it's ringing sound, and I was singing along with it. It's pretty similar, <laughs> but it's it's a little different. It's horrible. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I think I had an interview with uh, somebody for Far Beyond Metal maybe a month ago mm-hmm. or two, and when uh, it rang and when they called me, I was like, what the hell is that? And she's like, what? And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Skype has new sounds. And they really threw me off. She's like, yeah, I noticed that too. I don't think I like them. <laughs> I'm glad we're all in uh, agreement about it. <laughs> you, me, and Annika von Giersbergen. Good. Wow. That is a long name. Yeah. Annika she... von Giersbergen? Yeah. Annika middle, or I don't know, the middle section is V-A-N. But the mm-hmm. V is not capital. And then Gearsbergen. Gearsbergen. Yeah. That sounds like a really steampunky name. Well, <laughs> she was in power metal stuff, and I feel like that's really not that far off. Power metal is steampunky? I could see it. <laughs>
All right. Fair. It's either like space or uh, there are top hats involved is what is all I really need for it to be steampunk. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm just thinking. I might just be thinking the keyboard player of Nightwish. He likes. <laughs> he likes top hats. <clears throat> I mean, fair. Uh, I forgot about Nightwish. Holy shit. I'm not. Right. I'm not allowed to forget about any of these bands just because I write about so many every week. That makes sense. Yeah. So like, oh, there's a new Nightwish. That's cool. I kind of thought they were done and have been forever. Uh, seventy-seven. Okay. Wow. <laughs> it's a low number, but it feels like a high number. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about that the other day because I am about to record the interstitial nonsense for Far Beyond Metal episode forty-six. And oh. it's been a little over three years there, and I think Blipcast has been six, <laughs> seven. I honestly Look. don't even remember. It's fine. It's harder to get two people together than it is one person. Remember when um when we did the shit weekly? Yeah, I don't. What did we talk about? Uh, I don't remember. No clue. I think we started talking about news and stuff. <laughs> so stupid. I know they're up on YouTube still. So should track those down and. I don't know, cringe or enjoy or something. Probably cringe. <laughs> anyway. anyway. You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Hold on. Gonna take a sip of water. Had chips and guacamole for... El Snacko. Had a, uh, a late, morning, late morning donut, so that kind of became unofficial lunch. <laughs> <laughs> And then you had chips and guacamole? Do little, those things go bit. together? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was a late morning donut, and then I guess a mid-afternoon chips and guac. Mm. But yeah. that's like... Never mind. I guess it's not that close apart. Close apart. Mm. Nope. Also, it was that's like... a really good... <laughs> All right, I'm going to enter close apart. <laughs> You'll have to dig into the uh, bonus content to find the context of that. And... <clears throat> Catbox Production.